Are there things in life that scare you a little? Uh-huh. But excite you a lot? Let's go! Are you chasing those things? Uh-huh. Or are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, I guarantee you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is... The Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Wing It, Rise Up. I am here with the amazing Danny Galvez, and I'm so excited to have him on today because we are talking about all things divine appointment and by appointment, and it's just such an important topic to the both of us. And I got to meet him recently, and he blessed my life. So I just want to introduce him to you all and give him some time to introduce himself. So hi, Danny. Thank you so much for being here. And could you just take some time to introduce yourself, what it is that you do, and all of the things about you? You know, it's one of the most difficult things to introduce oneself. And that's, uh, I'll kind of give you the, the, the five second version of it. So basically, I'm the eldest of five children. I was raised in a military family, lived in many states, lived in a couple of countries. Uh, while I was being brought up, I lived in a very regimented household. And I was always blessed to have plenty of opportunities to meet interesting people. So um, today, I work with entrepreneurs, CEOs, business owners, and I work with a lot of authors as well, too. So I produce audio podcasts and narrate books, as well as help produce narrations for authors who want to convert their work into audio. So that's that's the short version of what I do. I'm also an MC, a hype man, and all around, I love people. I love them to death. So yeah. Isn't it amazing how much of an impact one person can make on you know, somewhat in just a short amount of time and just how important it is that we all learn from each other, grow with each other, communicate, network. I love it. And it's totally changed my life just getting to know the ins and outs of um, social media, podcasting and talking with people. It is really, really makes me feel alive. And it's because it's, you know, you know, my purpose. And so it's super cool. And I love all the things you get to do. It just sounds like an, an, a huge blessing, all your work. Yeah. And I haven't even talked about all the fun things that we don't talk about, you know, like, you know, playing games, like as an adult, I think sometimes we forget to play games and it doesn't yeah. matter. You know, it's, I mean, you have children, so, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's fun to play games. I think some of the better parents are the ones that actually still remember how to play, even though they have to manage the day to day stresses of making sure the kids are where they're supposed to be, making sure you're at all the appointments that you have to be at, going to the doctors, juggling a household, maybe even, you know, a career as well. So it's a, it's, it's a magnificent thing to be able to get to do what it is that we're doing. Right. And have, you know, yeah, I do think a lot of people forget that life is meant to be fun. You're meant to feel alive and you're meant to do those things. And it can be, yeah, I will say, you know, to your point, like being a mother, you know, I had those years where I was just kind of drowning and trying to figure out who I was and, you know, like, cause they, you could become all consumed with them, especially when they're really, really young. And it's, it's hard to rise up into who you are when you're handling all the ins and outs of parenthood. And, um, but it's, it's so important to not forget yourself. And I'm so glad that I'm finally risen to the person I'm meant to be because it just makes me a happier mother, happier wife, all of the things, cause I get to do the things that make me feel alive. So super cool. I'm glad you brought that up. But, um, so I met Danny 
just a few weeks ago. Was it like three weeks ago? Yeah. Um, my husband had met you a few months ago and we had watched you live one night. You know, you were live and I was like, man, this guy is so cool. Like, I love his spirit. Like, he is just alive and he is fun. And we had the best time. We were just like watching your live. It was late. It was like 930 at night, our time. And, uh, and then when I met you and we were talking and I can get really into deep conversation. It doesn't even matter what time. And we were actually having a good time at a piano bar. We were dancing, singing, you know, all the cool things we get to do with work. And I said to Mike, I said, I feel so bad. Like we're taking up too much of Danny's time. You know, he has a lot of people he needs to talk to here. And Mike told you that. And so he looked at me, Danny looked at me and said, are you kidding me? This is by appointment. And it just struck a chord with me. Now I am very, very spiritual. I know that there's unanswered prayers. There's cool things that happen. I'm very in tune with that gut intuition. I talk about it a lot in my first couple episodes, but just those two words. And so on our flight home, I said to Mike, like, I'm going to ask Danny to come on my podcast and talk all about by appointment. And that amazingly cool subject that we're blessed with in our lives, that all of these, they're happening all the time. And that just, I don't know, it just hit me. So thank you. Two words, and it just changed me. So We know, Lindsay, and thank you. And, and thank you again for the generosity of your spirit and being willing to share. And, and I think what happens is as we go on the journey, we don't know why we meet certain people and what the purpose is. But I had a huge revelation, and it didn't hit me until... It's a very simple thing. And, you know, we've all been on our path. You know, you talk about being a mom and, and rising up, rising out of that. I know some days you feel like, oh, is this ever going to end? It's it's like a nonstop cycle of diapers and changing and crying and dinner and, you know, random conversations. Maybe it's loneliness. Maybe you're just, you know, you feel disheveled half the day. You don't feel attractive mm-hmm. or, you know, sexier, like yep. you're contributing and changing the world, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. yeah, I think, you know, those experiences... Those are those are important for you to go through so that you can be able to connect emotionally for the future, for today, like this very moment. 100%. It's the reason, yep. you know, you're, you started your podcast, which is helping thousands of people. And the revelation that I was referring to, and you referenced that point at the piano bar, the thing that helped me get to that place was realizing we each made an agreement with the creator before we came to earth. We mm-hmm. sat in a chair and we had a discussion. Maybe mm-hmm. we were just standing in an open field and looking down, say, you know what? I think I want to go do that. I want to, I want to feel what it's like to be alive. I want to feel what it's like to scream, to cry, to be filled with joy, to be overwhelmed, to be happy, mm-hmm. to feel the excitement of breathing and almost not breathing. Right. Uh, I right. want to know what it's like to have my breath taken away when I, when I meet true love. I want to know what it feels like when I give and I help somebody. I want to know what it's like yeah. to heal from something. Mm-hmm. And that has been the biggest revelation for me probably in the last three years of my life in that, hey, I made an agreement of the type of life that I'm going to live when I go to this planet. And part of that journey is having deep conversations. And oh my gosh, yes. You know, yeah. when when we met at the piano bar, we were talking, those are the conversations that I love. Because in those conversations, those are the conversations that were supposed to be had before we even knew they were going to be had for whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it, it spans beyond, it spans beyond business. It spans beyond life. I think it's just the intimacy of two spirits or three spirits mm-hmm. gathered in one place. It's we're mm-hmm. in communion, essentially. Um, you know, what they say, like in the Bible, it's like wherever two or more are gathered in my name, you know, I am there. 
and it's, I'm not a biblical person, but you know, it's, you know, we have a community and when you get everybody together with different life experiences, we may, we all made different agreements with the creator. And when we get down here together, like, Hey, what was your agreement? Well, my agreement is this. And that could be, you know, your belief, um, you know, the things that bother you, the things that enthrall you. Um, those are, those are the agreements that we made before we even got to the planet. And we didn't remember what they were until we get to the planet. We have to go through the process of uncovering them. Right. So it's like right. a mud, mud covered stone. You have to go digging for the gold that's already there within you. So some and people- I think that's, that's just so beautiful. I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, when you said that though, on stage, that agreement, um, you know, when you were introducing Ryan and you said that, and I mean, it really is so powerful. And like you were just saying about like, you know, uncovering, you know, the mud that we're in and just trying to figure it like, that's all about our journey that I try to, you know, tell people about my, you know, last pivotal two years is that, you know, I couldn't have been who I am right now in college you know, or in high school or any of those things where you're like, Oh man, I wish I could have been like this. And well, you, you were never, you're never going to be because you have to go through those things so that you can gain that perspective and, you know, learn from it, grow from it. And like, I don't know, just all of the cool things that I've been learning is that we are just so all uniquely created. And when we start to learn why, like who we are and why we are who we are and all the things that make us uniquely us, then we can really dig deep and find that purpose. And then you f- can't help but feel alive. Anything that I'm doing in my day in, day out, work-wise and motherhood-wise, I love. I just am so fulfilled on the regular, because I'm just so excited about everything that I get to do. I get to do this. I want to do this. It has been put on my heart to do this. And when you become so aligned and in tune with that, it is the most beautiful thing. I mean, you just, but I, I, but I, you know, you, you know, I, I'm, I would never have been like this while I'm trying to nurse the twins while watching Parker run around. I, I could never have, you know, spoke like, you know, in, on this topic, I could never have just given my heart because I wasn't there yet. And that's okay. But it's just all these beautiful things that happen in our lives that, you know, put us where we are. And so like, to your point, we were both kindred spirits that were destined to meet. Like I could not, I just watched you run around and just this amazing energy and this calming presence. And just, it was just beautiful. Like you were just have such a, I don't know, beautiful presence and just so easy to be around, but just so uplifting as well. You just have it all, you know? And so, yeah. Thank you. It, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And, and we see those things in our lives where we see people are like, man, I want to be like that person or where do they get the energy or, they say, you know, like, mm-hmm. man, if I had what you have, we'd be billionaires. And especially if we could bottle it. Right. But yeah. it, a lot of that, a lot of that comes from within us and you, like you're smiling. You know, I remember like looking at you and same mm-hmm. thing with Mike, like Mike is probably one of the biggest, by the way, if you don't know what Lindsay's husband looks like, he is, he's a stud muffin. He's a beefcake. <laughs> and, um, and you know, what's great about that is he's got the personality, you know, how I'm sure like everybody's like, I bet she's just awesome. Or I bet he's just awesome. And then you meet somebody in person and they're just a complete wreck or they're not as nice as they portrayed or seem to be in pictures. Well, Mike's, Mike's the, the guy that you go, wow, the, his soul actually matches his physique. And, um, but the thing that's even more beautiful is the calm that you see within him. It's the beautiful thing about you is, you know, you smiling and you're just happy to be there. You're happy to be engaged and watching. And I see you watch, like you watch quite a bit. So, um, Mm -hmm. it's the most important thing for us to remember is that, you know, we're the ones that create our own energy. We're the ones that amplified. It's like a dial 
right? And we yes. can move it. We can move it from mm -hmm. the left or to the right. We can move it up. We can move it down. And, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, things that come at us every day. You know, we talk about the force of average and, you know, maybe somebody, you know, made a snide comment about you or maybe somebody looked at you funny. That happens all the time. You know, it's like mm -hmm. maybe you read something that was disturbing. Maybe maybe you you looked in the mirror and you said, hey, you know what? I'm I really I don't think I'm loving this person because I don't like what I see very much. Those mm -hmm. those all of those factors are things that affect our dial. Mm -hmm. However, we are also the ones that can produce the upward momentum of that dial too. So, you know, if you want your oh, dial to go up, you got to feed it, right? Let's go work out. Let's start eating healthier. I really want that cheeseburger, but I think it's probably best if I had a quinoa salad, right? With dolphin safe tuna. Totally kidding on the dolphin safe tuna. No, no. <laughs> no but I'm just using that as an example, you know? Um, yes. And, and no, I feel you on that. You know, I think, you know, it's funny because I was just telling um, the guys I've been working with on this podcast stuff, you know, I said, people are probably like, wait a minute, she's cyber schooling, you know, three kids. And then I got the fourth, you know, that just runs around. Yeah, I'm starting a podcast because I decided I wanted to. I make sure I work out every day before I, they start school. I make sure mom gets her exercise in because it's important to me. And, you know, I'm a better mom for it. I have a lot of energy and I, I actually have a lot of energy naturally, but I also create so much more when I exercise. And, and they're probably like, how, how is she doing all this? Well, I did a little um, mini episode the other day, just about like, I decided, I decided that this is what I want. And this excites me. I am so excited to be here to have this conversation with you. I talked to a college roommate prior to um, getting on here today um, from college. And we just talked about just all the cool things that like, we've learned from our moments and we get to do. And I was telling her about this and she's like, I love everything that you're doing. And I have, I just feel so much more alive because I'm living out my purpose. I know that I am meant to speak on all my journey. I'm meant to speak on my gut intuition. I'm meant to speak on and just bring people into these deep conversations. And we talked about how we have, you know, as you know, when you're a mom and you've got all the kids and you've got you know, you're meeting all these other moms and everyone can start to kind of drain your energy a little bit because they're not spiritually where you are. Right. I have like zero time for those kinds of conversations. I only want these deep, passionate, uplifting, soul searching, you know, everything kind of conversation because they just make your life so much better. And the second I realized that I have this empath feeling on energy I realized why I was drowning, basically. It's funny that I said that because I was a swimmer, basically drowning in certain areas of college and drowning and, you know, family situations or anything like that. You know, you start to get so in tune with what you need. And I just really want to just encourage people to, to really do that inner work that, you know, you even said can be a little bit deep and hard at times, but when you find out what it is you're made of, and then you start connecting with those same people that want that. And I know you feel that at Apex when you're with all of those people that have just abundance mindset and go-getter attitudes and motivated on the regular. It's just the most amazing thing when you surround yourself with these people and... And, 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 you know, then you have conversations like I'm sure you weren't thinking, oh, I'm going to get to meet Mike's wife and we're going to have this super deep conversation <laughs> at a piano bar. But, you know, while we're like all shouting over top of each other, I'm surprised I didn't lose my voice from all the chatting at that level. But, you know, it's just super cool that, you know, you said that to me and that we're going to get to talk more about some of the moments that we, you know, that we went through that 
we started to realize how these are happening all the time and how we either know they're happening right away or how in retrospect, which for me, I, in, in perspective, just like learning, oh, that was really cool. All she had to say was that, and I knew it, you know, and, or the ones where, you know, like I said, you know, we're happening right away. So why don't you, if you have one, why don't you tell me about a time where you absolutely knew in your heart, it was a divine appointment. If you have one, you don't have to. It's a hard question. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I have, no, I have, I have more than, I think sometimes, and you probably know this, but it was kind of like what you're saying, you know were you ready to be the mom you needed to be back in college? You can't just skip over the lessons, right? You couldn't have known that stuff. Then you had to go through the process, but I think Mm -hmm. my divine appointments are all connected together. So Mm -hmm. let's go to, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty, and that's happened. I've got three children. Um, The -hmm. oldest is 22. My daughter is 14 and my youngest son is 13. And I have a grandchild now too, but I look at the way that life plays out for and I have only their lives to compare to my life, right? Because mm-hmm. number one, I'm older, but also number two, I also know that I mitigated a lot of the things that I didn't want them to go through that I went through. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but some very pivotal moments. I was, um, <laughs> I was, I remember I lived in, uh, I was probably in my, I was just about rolling up on 30. And I went to this town called Longview, Texas for a radio job. And I was there for probably three months. They said, Danny, look, we can only guarantee you three months of work. And then after that, the company's going up for sale. You may or may not be a part of, you know, being able to to stay with the radio station. I said, okay, perfect. So common sense says they've given you the information. All I have to do is put the contingency plan into place. So I have a backup. So I'm not left Mm -hmm. holding the bag at the end of the day and unprepared. So I went on a job search. I started connecting with more people, right? So you're not finding what you need. You have to go look for other things. So I did that. Uh, long story short, I went up to Joplin, Missouri. They offered me a job. I get back to Longview um, after the six-hour drive from Oklahoma through Oklahoma and into Texas. And I said, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go. And I don't know what it was because the town is fantastic. The people were great. And they are great. There's so I have a lot of friends that still live there. But there was something inside of me that said, it's not time yet. It's not time. And it, it's, mm-hmm. it went beyond money. It went beyond um, the allure of Joplin, Missouri is no different than the allure of countryside Texas. So right. it's, it's about the same. I was just using it right. as a stepping stone. So I end up staying, long story short, I am working at this radio station group. And the very first couple days when I, when I moved in to the town, I see this woman and she is there. And I'm like, wow, she works at this other radio station. And I'm like, she's really pretty. I should go work at that radio station. And then, you know, cause I'm single, right. I'm, I'm running free and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm starting mm-hmm. my radio career, just kind of um, ingesting it with some life. So I see her that one time and then a few more months go by and I see her again, but she shows up in a different capacity. She's working with some advertising agency. I don't talk to her or anything like that. Um, probably another year goes by before she resurfaces and now she's working at the company that I'm at. And it turns out long story short, that was, that was my ex-wife now. However, she is the mother of my two younger children. And I met her at the exact Mm -hmm. time I was supposed to, had I left Mm -hmm. Longview to go to Joplin, Missouri for a radio job, I never would have been a father of two more wonderful human beings. I would have not had the pleasure of being married to somebody who is an excellent mom. 
right? Right. Um, right. So that's that's one example. I know. No, I mean, everybody's probably like, "Oh, this is weird." Right now, he's talking about his ex-wife, <laughs> right? So, no, believe me, believe me. I was. Uh, I've I've had a lot of time to think about this, and there is no accident. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter yep. if things aren't working out here right now. You have to look at the core. Mm-hmm of what happened. We went through those processes of coming together, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. uh, we produced some beautiful things out of that relationship. Although it didn't, it didn't, it just modified. It didn't end. It just changed. Yeah. So, um, but that was, that was one of my, one of my moments that it was by divine appointment that I became a father again. I was loved by a family. Her family was fantastic to me. I own, right. you know, a couple of homes. I, I got to do things and have things in a life that I never imagined I could have ever had because right. I kept to my appointment. I followed that intuition within me. Oh my gosh. That intuition is so huge when you follow it. Amen. And I am so, you know, I, a lot of mine that I've talked on before in my, in my, my first couple of podcasts that I, or episodes on this podcast that I talked about in my journey and just, you know, I used to downplay my story, you know, like, oh, that was just, I was just lucky, you know? And then I'm thinking to myself, no, like, that's really cool. When you think this isn't right, I'm going to go do this and you go and do it and it completely changes your life. You know, that's cool. And I'm finally at the point where I can own that story instead of being like, oh, I was just lucky. It was a cool unanswered prayer, which it was, but it would never have happened had I not just decided, I'm going to go down and try out for the swim team. So this is all about, I didn't make the basketball team in ninth grade, crying over my homework. I had never swim a day in my life besides, you know, country club fun, just swimming with friends and growing up. And um, I told my mom, I said, I'm going to go try out for the swim team. And she's like, how much disappointment does she want in one day <laughs> or one week rather? <laughs> Cause I mean, she's obviously going to get cut. She doesn't even know how to swim. I ended up swimming at two division one co- colleges and breaking records at both. So that and, and you know what? I was just talking to my, like I said, my college friend Mandy today about how cool it was that we were blessed to have the lessons we learned in Division One swimming. I mean, any swimming in general. Just you know, we we were college swimmers and we we were disciplined. I mean, we we know how to we know how to put things that need to be done. Like we need to go to practice, so we can't come here because we need to go to practice, and we know how to time manage. And like as a mother that's handling many things, and she is as well we know what we need to do. You know, it's, so it's been a blessing to me in so many ways. I mean, yes, to be able to, you know, swim in college was so cool. I got to meet so many people, but to now know how to take care of myself, know what I need, know how to do the kids' schoolwork, do mom's work, take care of mom, take care of the house and do all of the things. It's just been a blessing. So thank God I didn't make that basketball team because I was just sitting the bench. I mean, I didn't even know what I was doing. So it's totally cool. But, um, you know, that was, that was a real big gut intuition, um, divine appointment for me, but also one that I was, that I, I kind of touched on quickly in my first episode, but didn't really like go into too much. But I was talking to a friend about, you know, my episodes and I said, you know, I went to see a therapist because I was basically drowning in negative energy at my first college. You know, there were a lot of situations, but now that I know what was going on with me and what I needed, it was never going to, I was never going to thrive in that environment. So I did end up, I started to see a therapist because my parents were like, I mean, why is she just not doing, you know, great. Like, I mean, I was doing, I was swimming okay and I was doing okay in school, but I was just always very emotional. I was just constantly crying. And all these things. So I saw this therapist and she said to me, have you ever thought about leaving the school? I mean, talk about a divine appointment. Right. You know, 
And I was like, no, never crossed my mind. Because first of all, I didn't even know I was going to swim in college until like my senior year of high school. Cause I was, I'd only swam for like four years. So everything was just like happening. And, and I was like, no. And so I applied to like, you know, different schools, started talking to coaches and I ended up going to South Carolina. But had she not said those words, I would have just kept thinking something was wrong with me. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> just going. And my life just changed from all the people I got to meet at both colleges, fan of both, loved them both for what they were, learned much from, you know, a lot from both of them. Um, but had she not said those words, I would have never even considered it because that took a lot of guts too to go up to the coaches who I respected and loved mm-hmm. and just said, you know, I need to look elsewhere. That I'm a very sensitive person, so that's that was not easy for me to do. And that changed my life too because I grew up in, you know, in uh, Pennsylvania, so I was only an hour from Pitts campus. So just getting to go to South Carolina and being a little bit further away, um, meeting a bunch of new people from all over, uh, that was cool for me too because I got to grow as a person more on my own, a little less you know, a little bit more independent and just all of the, all of the little gross steps that like make you, you know, who you are. And I don't know, it's just really cool. I just think those are like two of my biggest divine appointments. And then of course, you know, meeting Mike and then, you know, we both are just super motivated people. It's just amazing to be married to him who, you know, challenges me and all the, all, you know, and lets me, lets me be me. And, you know, that's just, that's a huge yeah. gift too to have to have a spouse yeah. like that too. Um, you know, yeah. and and I'm, I'm going to touch on that a little bit too. And that's even you know a lot of people are like, well, why did that not work? Well, you know, I think yeah. Yeah. a lot of us don't come up for help, right? Like you said, that's a you know, right. it's like the analogy of drowning, right? You're you right. Know, lo- looking at a pool of emotion, and I think mm-hmm. that's for men and women too, right? For men, it might yeah. be low testosterone. For women, it might be Karens, right? You know, I'm surrounded by Karens. They were at the PTA meeting last week, and they're sucking the life out of me, and I hate myself, and I hate Lululemon now, right? But <laughs> sorry, I, am I projecting? No. Um, You're so but funny. I was, I was going to ask you, Lindsay, like, this is so important, too, because, you know, part of taking care of yourself is not just working out and eating healthy and making sure mm-hmm. your, your personal house is in order, making sure your spouse is happy or, you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um but how do you keep your energy cleaned? How do you keep yourself cleansed? And well, it takes a lot. I feel like it is constant personal development, constant giving grace to others that are around me and knowing that, you know, like I said, in college and high school and college, I mean, I was just a nervous wreck. I was nervous about everything. I was just, uh, you know, always, I feel like unsure. Like I was never sure, but like I, I've started to do so much more personal development stuff. I mean, I obviously I take all my, my exercise classes, which those Peloton instructors are super motivational. And that was pivotal for me. But Mike, you know, basically handed me a book the open your mind to prosperity, which completely changed my life because it really did kind of open my mind. And then I just I constantly am reading things that bring me peace. And I started to realize that we can expect things from other people, but not everyone's going to be where we're at. And so I'm just so at peace with myself, which I think helps keep my my energy clean is that I know what excites me. I know what I want. I've decided the kind of life I'm going to live, how I'm going to raise my children. And I think, you know, that, well, that helps in so many ways because I'm just I want to bless people. I want to be a blessing to others, which is why I decided I was going to start this podcast because if anyone that knew me in high school and college knows me now, like it's a complete transformation because I've learned just from how I speak to myself 
okay, you know, this is how, so I get up, you know, when I get up and I work out and I read my devotionals, I've got my Jesus calling. I've got a couple fun ones that are just like, um, the Hoda Kotb books that a couple friends of mine have got me for my birthday. Um, and I've read them actually like two years in a row. So I just, you know, I go to them and I read them. I've got 100 Days to Brave. To Brave. I read Jamie Kern Lima's Believe It, which, I mean, I know it doesn't sound like I'm reading a ton of books. Some of these are like one minute reads. Some are, you know, longer. And I have never been much of a sit down reader because I've been I, just chasing kids for years and can't ever, cal- I, I need like a calming moment to like calm my mind down. But I found so much beauty in reading these important messages and sharing them with others and then having conversations. And I know it sounds like, oh, social media. I have learned so much from people on social media and networking just from inspiration, motivation. And but so how I do that is I am I'm just at peace. And I can't I can't explain it. I I mean I I went through you know the lost perspective. I lost my grandparents um three and a half months apart and I was super close with them. My grandmother blessed my life by coming back as a blue jay. And I know everyone thinks that's probably so woo. And so, eh, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter because I know in my heart that those persistent signs, you know, they came to me and then I was open to receiving them. You know, you have, I, with, I think with by appointment and divine appointment, so many people can miss the signs. They can miss, they can miss it all because they're not open to receiving it. So I really think for me, it was like opening my mind, opening my heart giving myself grace for anything that had happened, learning from my past, and then realizing my purpose. And then I can just go about my day. I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, there's going to be days that are harder than others. I'm not always just like super off the charts happy, but you know, I have just really, um, I don't know if it's mantras or if it's just knowing deep down what I want and I just stay consistent in that. So I, if I get thrown off course, I can get right back into my plan, you know, because right. I mean, things are going to throw me off course. I've got you know, my husband who works, you know, a lot. And then I've got, you know, the, the four kids. I mean, we, we have a guideline schedule, but we kind of just go with the flow. And I'm very, I've become very chill in my day because I think the twins probably made me the most chill because after I had, I went from one to three kids, I realized I can't control <laughs> This household anymore. I have lost control of that situation. Um, that's great. So, that, yep. you know, so that's a divine appointment too. God's like, okay, this she's trying to control too much. So I'm just going to throw her some twins. <laughs> she's that's right. Yeah, having control issues, have twins. Yeah, yeah. God will throw you twins, and then uh, yeah, there you go. Um, but no, it's it's just it's just when you become so in tune with your purpose and you give yourself the chance to go after it. I mean, even like I was talking to, like I said, I was talking to my friend Mandy today. She is the one who I signed up in the wine company with. And you know what? The cool thing is, and and I was just, Mike and I were sitting in a table in Nashville and I said to him, I need delivery wine because I'm sick of taking the kids to the the store to look for wine. I can't take four kids (laughs) into the wine (laughs) store anymore. I just, you know, and it was like so stupid, but it was like, but this is a divine appointment because I ordered, I said to him, I think I remember Mandy posted some wine delivery came to her front door. I went to her Instagram link, ordered some wine. And she called me like a couple of days later. And she's like, you ordered wine. I never even talked to you about this. And I was like, yeah, but I, you know, I remembered. And like, you can't tell me these like gut intuition things. They just like happen. And, and I signed up for the wine company and I'm telling you, it changed my life because I started to show up for myself. And I know that sounds silly. Like I needed to sign up for a company, but like, I was like, I decided 
okay, I'm going to do this. And then how do I want to do it? So I'm going to do it differently. I'm going to start branding myself on social media. I'm not just going to be your wine girl, but I'm going to inspire people. I'm going to motivate them. And I've always, always, always wanted some type of platform. And so here I am now I'm on podcasting. And, and I think it's just, it's just so cool to have these kinds of conversations and really dig deep and give yourself a chance to just show up and open your heart to doing things. Like I did not want to do network marketing. I was like, no, there's no way I'm doing it. And then I did it and I got to meet people from all over. I've been able to travel. I've been able to do things that I never would have done if I were just sitting, you know, I hate to say just sitting here, but I told Mike, it's a little cringeworthy. When I was just at home, I was just sitting there like, well, I'm good. And now I'm like alive. You know, there's a difference between being content, but then being content and alive. Yeah, I don't know absolutely. if you on that. No, no, absolutely. Know? No, I think, you know, and, you know, when I was, you know, when I was married, I saw that happen too with, you know, mm-hmm. my, my children's mom. Yeah. And I hated yeah. it for her because I didn't know what to do. And it's like, you can't incite passion unless you do it yourself. Nobody else is going to bring it to you. So true. You can watch yeah. things that are wonderful. You can watch Real Housewives of Orange County and be like, well, at least I don't live there. I feel a lot better by my, about myself. <laughs> but, you know, you can yeah. watch all those shows, but it's a complete waste of time, especially if you're not doing that internal work. And oh, I, internal work. you know, mm-hmm. I love that you said that, Hey, listen, you know, I just started pouring into me. I don't know what to tell you what I did, but I just started, you know, doing the mantras, reading more, um, you mm-hmm. know, making that time to exercise. And, um, there's, there's something that, that I always do for myself. And I tell people, I'm like, you know, what? every day you need to go to the mirror and say, I love you. And if mm-hmm. you don't believe that you need to keep going through that process repeatedly until you actually believe it. it. It might get ugly. You might cry. You might get irritated and say, this is stupid. And like, I'm not going to be here. You know, I, I just can't do this, but it's so important in building yourself back up. Cause if you are in a place where you can't insulate yourself from negativity or you do not have a stellar wine hookup, by the way, Lindsay, that is the bomb. And I love it because <laughs> I'm so like, welcome. Ooh, I want to get more. <laughs> Who else can we bless with this? So, um, I mean, yeah, I know yeah. I, it, but you're, you know, you're right. You can't instill that passion. So, I mean, I have people that have joined me in this wine business because I think they're like, this is going to change my life. And I guess, you know, it, it can, but you have to want it. So I did a little mini episode yesterday, the other day on deciding, like you have to decide, like it almost comes down to just like the decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I think I learned that through lost perspective as well. It was like, how do I want to live out my days? How do I want people to remember me? How do I want to bless others? Like it comes down to a decision. You have to decide and, and, and add some weight to that decision. You can't just say, I want to lose weight. And, and there's nothing, you know, I mean, my exercise has more to do with like lift, you know, my energy and my spirit and then it has to do with weight. I mean, it, it really, it blesses me when I exercise in so many ways. I can't say enough good things about it, but that probably has to do with my swimmer mentality as well. And that physical demand that we put on ourselves for so long. But I think that, you know, just you have to decide, you have to have some weight with that decision. So it was like, what kind of mother do I want my kids to see? Do they, you know, they think it's like the coolest thing ever that mom's podcasting or that mom knows this one girl that does TikToks, you know, they're like, Oh my God, she's on TikTok. You know, like we've seen her dance on her treadmill, you know, and they think it's like the coolest thing. But I think more so like they are like, mom is so alive and happy. And when I'm doing that, you know, when I'm pouring into myself, it's only going to bless the people around me. You know, you have to do the inner work. But I think the hardest thing for people is that's hard to do. You know, you can't just 
say, here's a devotional, you have to feel what you're reading. You have to open your mind and your heart to what you're reading. And and I don't know if that makes sense, but you need to like connect a little bit to what what you're reading and like what what you're pouring into yourself. You can't just say you're going to be passionate. You're just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. And that's, you know, to your point, you know, I love, I love you say you're pouring into yourself and, you know, there's another part okay. of that beyond saying you love yourself, like go to the mirror and say what you want to see. You have to say mm-hmm. what you see so you can hear what you say. And that's when you become, that's when you start to transform. You say, I am powerful. I am beautiful. I'm a magnificent human being. I always do what I say I'm going to do. I'm a great mother. Yes. I'm a great wife. I'm a great friend. I'm a great brother or a great husband. I'm a, you know, any of those things. You keep doing that repeatedly over and over again, you're going to believe it. And now you've got your mind and your body to fall in line with that. And that's so true. What you said, like it's a consistency. And so I'm sure when you said, you know, how do you keep that energy? I'm consistent and consistent to a fault. Like I have to, you know, I mean, I do take days off working out. I don't get up, you know, every single day for the most part I do, but you know, I do take time off, but I'm consistent in knowing what I want. And I don't really, you know, obviously things are going to pivot and shift. And, you know, I didn't foresee podcasting in my future until like, what, four weeks ago on the couch. And Mike's like, do you want to do this uh, podcast? Power Train is a five-week thing to get it going. And I was like, okay, cool. And that's just kind of how I roll. I wing it, you know? I didn't know how to swim. Tried out for the swim team. Like, it changed my life. That's just kind of how I do things. But also, like, starting things before you're ready and just quit waiting for the right time. Because, I mean, like, when is the right time? You could be gone tomorrow. You know, I always, like you know, it's like live your life. And so that's one of my, that's kind of like my whole thing is like rise up and live. And I really learned so much of that from just, you know, like losing my grandparents and watching that was, was life changing for me, you know, because it just, it changed my, changed my perspective. It changed my mindset. And, um, it really, I I just realized I want to wake up and live. I want to feel alive every single day. So, and I, and I kind of decided like, what is it going to, what's that going to look like for me? And it's showing up for myself. It's like, it's the simple task of exercising, taking a shower, doing my hair, playing with fashion, blessing people with words. Like I, I'm a personality. I don't know if you've ever done the Enneagram personality types, but I'm a personality type too, which comes from like the heart triad. Like I always want to be like helping people. Mm-hmm. So I will say I've learned a little bit of boundaries on <laughs> overly helping too much when, you know, it's starting to like disrupt my peace. But I love that I'm able to bless people from an Insta story, from sharing a quote that hits me. And I'm like, well, I'm going to share that because that hit me that could bless someone else. And, and I just think for my purpose in life, I feel like it is to share and bless others and help everybody, you know, rise up and live however it looks for them. It's never going to look the same for me because like, we're all uniquely created. So, you know, you have to find what lights your soul on fire. I always say like with my gut intuition for doing the swimming thing, which was so funny. Cause like I said, I never swam. You have to do the things that scare you a little, but excite you a lot. Those things are like, oh, you know, I don't want to speak on, I don't want to speak in front of people like that will make me nervous, but will it light my soul up? Probably. So I'll do it. You know, I was asked, um, a couple of us, like on this one, uh, downline for scout and Tyler, we all went to Vegas and they were like, can you speak on how you're, you know, building your team and how you get people to join you and things like that? And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. And of course, like the whole time I'm like on the flight out there, like I'm gonna write it up what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna write it up, I'm gonna write it up until I just don't write it up and I just go up there and just talk. And 
And I felt so alive after just having that moment to just speak to people. I realized that like, it's just my calling. I just want to bless people with my words. I want to bless people and know that they're made for more and they're, they're there for a purpose. And and just see people feel more alive. Like there's just something I feel like so many people are missing, but it's just simple decisions and that inner work and all of that. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm definitely rambling right now. So no, no, sorry. no, it doesn't, no, it does make sense. But you know, it's, it's one of yeah. those things, like you said, like you, you said something very important. Yeah. You just took imperfect action. You got to work. I don't know how to swim, but I'm going to go try for the swim team. Right. Um, you know, it's those, those <laughs> I don't know how to podcast, but I'm just going to do a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go and just podcast. Right. I don't know how to sell wine. I'm just going to sell wine. Right. Yeah. And that, like, yeah. that's, that's the secret. Lindsay, that is the secret, but usually it starts with that gut intuition. Like you said, you're already doing the work. You're going mm-hmm. to start uncovering the mud, right? Around the gold. And you, you start to just step out into who you are. And I know that sounds vague. Everybody says, just find who it is you are. You have to take off the blanket of, of vagueness. <laughs> and you know, it sounds very vague, but listen, imagine you're a piece of gold and you're covered in mud. You've got to do the work to get the mud off so that you can come out and shine bright. True. People will see your value. And and I love it. Imperfect action, consistency, you nailed that too. Um, you know, some of the most you can just to be one percent better than the rest of the Karen's or the the basic bros that are out in the world, mm-hmm. all you have to do is be one percent better. And a lot of that is found in consistency. And most people do not do the work, number one, and most people mm-hmm. do not do the work consistently. When you put those True. two things together and then you hit it with frequency, holy smoke it's game over, right? Talk about momentum and energy in your life. When you find those, uncover who you are, Mm -hmm. you can't help but, you know, I I don't, I don't have to do, I just want to do all of the things. Like I just, I can't explain it. Like I'm just like, my soul is just lit. I am just totally doing my thing. And I just love connecting with people. I just think, you know, it just, just get in tune, right? Don't you think those are like actionable tips we can leave with people is just like to get in tune with themselves and, you know, do all of those things. Like you just said, consistently, frequently. Um, I'm sure you would also agree with networking as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what, since we're talking about divine appointment, I'll share a quick story just because just to kind of give you yeah, a frame please. of reference. Yeah, share more. Yes. And this ties yeah. into, you know, taking imperfect action. So Back in 2014, 2015, it's probably about 2016, 15, 16. I, I'm working in the mortgage industry. I'm working 8.30 to 5.30. I've got two young children at the house. I'm married. I have a big, nice house, big backyard. I'm living the American dream. And, right. you know, two-car garage, two cars, insurance, like all the stuff, right? And I'm sitting there going, you know, like there's something that's not filling me up. Obviously, like I'd filled my khaki pants at that point. You know, I was like, I got overweight. I was out of shape. Stopped taking care of myself. I was already married. I was in pretty deep at that point. You know, I think it was six, seven years into it. So I was like, I'm good. My life is perfect. I got everything I need. It's only upwards from here. Well, I started getting stir crazy because I started realizing, hey, you know what? If I don't build something for myself, my family is not going to have anything. I'm going to just keep building somebody else's business. I'm going to keep building somebody else's life. You know, that old adage of like, Hey, you know, you know, your boss just got a new car. He wanted to show you, you know, how much work you did that, you know, something like that to the effect of like, you know, Hey, you know, congratulate your boss. He just, uh, all that work you did last year, just got him a brand new car, brand new house or whatever the case may be. Now, Mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to diminish people's work because the people I've worked with have always been hard workers. They've always been tenacious and going after their goals. But I was looking for something at that point in my life, right? Because it was stagnant. It was, it was like, okay, I'm married. I'm raising children, never looking to think, Hey, maybe I should go work out and exercise and be a better husband. And, you know, maybe take my wife out on date nights and do things like that. So I started taking the deep dive into personal development and I find this book called elevator to the top. And it's, it was written by Ryan Stuman. At that mm-hmm. very same time in the mortgage industry, we were looking for somebody to coach us in social media and sales in the modern age because we were doing things the old fashioned way. People stopped answering phones back in 2007. That's a long right. time, right? So right, we're still right. doing things the old way eight years later. So I read this book. At this point, I had gone into my closet, went on to ACX.com, and I started to learn how to become an audiobook narrator. I had a background of being on the radio for 17 years. So I figured, well, I'm working from home. I've got young kids. I need to be able to be a family man and be a dad. So what can I do after everybody goes to sleep? Because I don't want to sit there and watch Netflix all night, right? Um, (laughs) Right. I I was looking to build something. I was hungry, but I was willing to take imperfect action. So I built out a studio inside my closet. I start auditioning for audiobooks. I think I sent out 10 auditions. I landed three of them immediately. And to this day, I still get paid on those books from work that That's I did. Amazing. Yeah, it is. And it started back then. Do you then. feel like there was a divine appointment that right before you got hungry? Do you, do you, can yes. you, do you remember what it was that was like, made you hungry? Was it just that stagnant, like going through the motions kind of life that made you hungry? Do you think that was the divine appointment or was there something else? Yes. I think it was the look and the disappointment when I realized and my wife realized that my life and her life were both owned by one person. It okay. was controlled by mm-hmm. one person. It was okay. not being able to take a vacation because we have this big company yeah. event and you're an important part of it. You can't go, okay. right? It's, yeah. all the, mm-hmm. it's all the BS that they feed you, right? To keep you close. Right. Um, right. Another pivotal moment was uh, in, in, that, in that time was realizing like, I, I'm not even calling my own shots and I'm the, supposedly the man of my own household. And that that right there can be very emasculating when your wife points it out to you and says, Hey, by the way, like you should do something for yourself. Right. And that was right. the thing that kind of like, like I got amped up. I was mad. I was like, you know, I can't go out and break dishes. You know, I was like, we need those dishes. But I was, I, I just got to work. I dug down deep and I said, what am I going to create? What do I know how to do? What is my talent? What am I really good at parlaying from $0 to profitability? And that was the mm-hmm. solution. I already had the microphones. Okay. Very cool. Uh, um, yeah. The next thing was DJing. I started DJing weddings. I loathe weddings. I loathe them. Oh my them. gosh. Yes. I would love to go to a wedding where you're the DJ. <laughs> now. Yeah. And it's funny, right? It seems like all the yeah. stuff we resist and hate, we're really, really good at, right? So yeah. I told myself, I, and this is like, mark my words, because it's like, you got to be careful what you say, because you know what? If you put it out there, God's going to go, well, guess what? You're getting a dose of, right? Um, That's true. (laughs) The universe creator, whatever you believe. But um, for me, it's like, yeah, I think God served it up good. So I ended up doing weddings for probably the next uh, six years and to seven years, actually the seven years, because I cranked it up in 2013. So I ended up paying my mortgage with with, uh, my DJ money. I paid my insurance, my cell phones. I had like a $250 a month cell phone bill for all of our phones. Um, it paid everything that we required for our base living needs outside of groceries. So, you know, think about that. It paid my mortgage in my four bedroom, three bathroom house. 
on an acre and a like half you just land. Said, right? You had said like the things that we resist sometimes are the things that, like we're the best at. Yes. You know, why do we cage ourselves and like, well, this is what we're supposed to do. So let's just do that. Or we could do what we're really good at, feel alive, make more money mm-hmm. and just create the life we want. I mean, it, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes hard to see people that are just, you know, like they just haven't had their moment yet. And then you just pray like, please, I, I, I you know, I pray you have your, your divine appointment. But anyways, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, you said that and I had to bring it up, you know. Yeah. No, and it's like, and it's so important. Resisting, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can't resist, and you know our job is mm-hmm. as people that are empaths or spiritual healers. I'm not saying I'm I'm. I know I was brought here. One of my missions is to heal, and mm-hmm. what had to happen was I had to be broken first, yep. so I would know how to heal. And mm-hmm. that so gets beautiful. that that yeah. gets me choked up because it was another part of the revelation this year. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that has like. On the surface, like you said, Lindsay, very important. It's like, I'm not always like this, right? right. The majority of the time I am, but we have right. to go back and refeed our souls. But when you come to the revelation right. of why you're here, it'll it'll silence you to tears. It'll silence sure. you to where it seems like you're the only person in the world. But the sound of your your mission and your appointment here on the earth will be very clear mm-hmm. and very transparent. It'll be undeniable. And sure. And that's it's a humbling moment that any and every human being should experience. And and I hope that, you know, whoever's listening at this point will get that chance to do that. But people like you and me and people mm-hmm. listening on this podcast, we have a mission to go out there mm-hmm. and look for people that are trying to find that. We see things in other people that are beautifully magnificent that they do not yet know. They don't see because mm-hmm. they're in the thick and throes of, you know. Um, like you said, diminishing their own talents and gifts, right? I'm really good at this. I know. Let me tell you, let me, here's what we have. You can create a whole new life by doing the same thing that you already love doing. And, right. you know, going back to those divine appointments, I read that one book and I started these two other side hustles. It starts taking away from my family life. But that mm-hmm. reading that book, I, I made a post on Twitter and it was about narrating audiobooks. And up to this point, I had only done royalty share, which means I would go into a contract with an author and they would agree to pay me for seven years and it'd be a royalty split of what, whatever was left over of the profits. So mm-hmm. my main goal was to get a direct paid client. And this book that I read, Elevator to the Top, I used the very nuggets in there to get the attention of Ryan Stuman, who's a huge social media influencer um, mm-hmm. and the leader of Apex. And he hits me in the DM one day and he says, hey, I see you narrate books. And it's only because I made a post about a romance novel that I just narrated for an author friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he's in my DMs. He's like, I've got six books that I want you to narrate. And are you interested? Okay. And I, I said, yes. And I did that. And then the next thing was another appointment. And I got invited to come sit in at one of his live sessions. We talked. He got to know I was in radio. Next one, he says, hey, do you want to be an MC or like introduce me? Fantastic. I'd love to. Next thing you know, he starts inviting me to all of the events that people were paying $5,000 for, for mm-hmm. one day, two day events. And I got to right. go free. So I brought my DJ equipment because I'm really good mm-hmm. at DJing. I'm really good yeah. at MCing, right? Yeah. I know how to engage people. That yes, you do. years later has magnified and turned into a most unbelievable life for me. Right. I trusted the journey. I didn't get paid yeah. in the beginning on certain things. I mm-hmm. put in the work first and right. never had the expectation that I would get paid. But I knew because I trusted my intuition and my gut that I was going someplace with it. I just didn't yep. know where, but I knew I was in alignment because number one, I enjoyed it. 
Number two, every time right. I was finished, I still was happy about the experience. And number right. three, it opened up more doors for me. I can't even begin to right. tell you how yeah. powerfully transformative it was. And it led to me going to work for the company a couple of years later after that. And, and then you got to meet me. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, and I did. No, and, and that's and that's I the mean, other thing. I didn't mean like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah these like just, yeah, the divine appointments come from like started there and I got to meet Lindsay Hanlon. I mean, how did that work out, right? I mean, it's just I just meant by like it is cool that like when you 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 know, you can manifest and manifest and manifest, but you still have to take those little steps. Like for me, it was like all those little things I did to get me where I am now. I mean, in two years, it doesn't happen overnight, but I took one step. I signed up for Scout Seller, found out Robin was going to be at the conference, went to the conference, braved my, my flight anxiety, changed my life, started to build a team, got to meet really cool people and work with cool people. And then as I started to brand myself on social media, I started to realize what I like to do. And it just kept happening, but you have to take those steps. Like you were saying, like, I didn't, I don't know where this is all going, but I'm, right. I'm going to keep taking all the steps. Why right. wouldn't I? I feel alive. I love doing this and I'm not getting paid. I'm just, I'm just doing it. You know, I just want to do it. And I, and I think that's, what's cool is that at the end of the day, you love what you're doing. You are enjoying the journey. Yes. You're open to opportunities. And, you know, I always say, I like to say like you're making opportunities out of opportunities. So, you know, right. you just keep, you just keep taking those steps and you're open to whatever happens. And how cool is that? How can that not excite you every day that something else is just going to like, you know, who knows, who knows, yeah. but like, I'm not going to sit here and just wait for something to happen. I'm going to just keep taking fun steps and enjoy the journey along the way and then just be super excited about what comes next. So, you know, the universe rewards that which gets worked and the universe mm -hmm. rewards those who do yeah. that work. And, you know, it goes back to your point, Lindsay, you know, you said it brilliantly. It's like I was consistent mm -hmm. and I was disciplined. I knew what I needed to do. And that's a fantastic place to be. That's where, that's where you get the payoff. So yep. And I decided, yeah, I decided what I wanted and I, and I still, I didn't know I wanted to even be a podcaster, but here I am, you know, it's like, this feels good. This feels, you know, meant for me. And it's, it's super cool because I get to have great conversations with you. And I just think that we both share in the fact that we want to bless people with our conversation and we want to bless people with our words and we want to heal people and help people. And, um, I just think from the second I saw you on that live and then definitely the second I felt your spirit within that room, I was like, I gotta get to know him better and just Whenever you said that, I was like, well, I'm going to ask him to come on my podcast. And thank you so much for saying yes, because I do think this is going to be a blessing conversation to others. So, no, and thank you for the invitation. And, and I'll tell you this, Lindsay, like one of the most important things I can leave you with is if you get invited someplace, go, mm -hmm. because it's probably a very important appointment that you have to keep. And it's mm -hmm. in alignment with the one that you made with the creator before you came here. So go. No, I love that so much. That 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 in itself just makes me gives me chills, makes me want to cry. And I know you, we're both like, hope we don't cry today. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just you know, you're right though. These are just powerful, powerful things, and you have to be ready for it. It can take your breath away when you have those humbling moments that we talked about. But I want everyone to realize that their lives are, you know, we, these divine appointments are there. They're filled with favor, and it's just. It's just a beautiful life. Just got to enjoy it and you got to learn and grow with it and 
and do all the good things. But well, thank you so much, Danny. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners today? And how about why don't you tell them anything else you want to say and then also share where they can follow you and find you at so in case they want to get in contact for anything. Oh, no, that's great. You can follow me on Instagram, Danny Galvez, number two. It's not number two, but the number two. So just Danny Galvez and two. And you can catch me there. That's probably the easiest. And make sure you hit me in the DMs too, because I never know who's following me or like why. I've been getting a lot of crypto people lately. So, you know, (laughs) I like to know who's following me. Like you heard me on the podcast. Okay. I'd like to know and be like, hey, that's cool. This is Lindsay's friend. We can be friends too. So uh, next thing too, I got to, I got to do a plug for you though, too, because that wine, the president, holy smokes like that. So Lindsay sent, she sent me and my girlfriend three bottles of wine and I haven't even touched the other two because I've been traveling all month because I kept my appointments many, many years ago with myself. So Mm -hmm. in October Mm -hmm. alone, I stayed, I went to Cabo, I went to Miami, I went to Dallas, and then I just got Mm -hmm. back from Utah and I've never traveled so much in my life, but, um, anyways, you need to get some of this wine because it will, it's fantastic. I woke up the next day. Believe me, I will tell you this. I almost drank the whole bottle myself. It was that good. So is that good? And you probably woke up feeling amazing too. I did. Yeah. I didn't have a hangover or anything like that. So it's it's fantastic. So definitely recommend. Um, and then, uh, outside of contact. Yeah. I mean, if you want to shoot me an email, it's, uh, Danny at voiceyourlifemedia.com. So you keep it pretty simple. So I love it. Yeah. Well, you're amazing. Keep doing you. I can't wait to see you again at hopefully another event. And, um, you know, we'll keep in touch like we always do and just do your thing. And thank you so much for being you and for being here. I very much appreciate it. And thank you, Lindsay. If you need anything, I'm always here to help you any way I can. Well, thank you so much. We'll talk soon. And thank you guys for being here. And don't forget to be free, be you and wing it and rise up. Thank you for tuning in to the Wing It and Rise Up podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember-